I'm Chase Artopius, quarterback for the Chattanooga Mocs, and you're listening to the No Playbook Podcast. Yep. Yeah, it is the No Playbook Podcast, brought to you by D1 Training. I'm Casey. Uh, on this show, we interview the coaches, players, and experts that help to make sports and fitness such an important part of life here in East Tennessee. Uh, I really like this kid, Chase Artopius, who's on the show today. Uh, he's quarterback. He spent four years at UCLA out in the Pac-12. Then he just transferred this past spring to Chattanooga. You know, D1 is actually partnering with the Chattanooga Mocs, their athletic department. So I've gotten to speak to a lot of the folks there, um, just kind of around the team. Uh, it really does seem like this upcoming season, he is the presumed starter. But regardless, he's got some cool stories from his time at UCLA. Uh, we also talk about just kind of how he's gone about taking the leadership role in the locker room at UTC so far. If you're not familiar with D1 training, they've got a little bit of something for everyone. Personal training, team training, youth development programs, adult boot camp classes, so much more. Uh, and let's go ahead and get to it. It's Chase Artopius from the Chattanooga Mox football team on the No Playbook podcast. Thanks for joining me. Did you have practice today? Yeah, yeah. It was like a workout in the morning and a little bit of training room after that. And I had to like handle some school things real quick after that too so you know i was on uh campus the other day and um jerry the head strength coach mm -hmm. yeah i got to uh I i've met him a couple times but we were we were just kind of touring the the weight room and looking at stuff and uh great guy yeah yeah i little, like study a lot little uh colorful yeah definitely he got some personality to him first up uh i guess tell me how uh how you ended up at chattanooga from ucla yeah so um so Chattanooga, obviously, a lot different than L.A. and uh, pretty far. I'm from California. Um, so ended up out here. I finished my fourth season at UCLA and uh, sat down with Coach Kelly, and we talked about me leaving, and uh, he was asking me where I'm thinking about. And uh, I've told some other people this, but I pretty much made a spreadsheet together of uh, passing efficiency in the FCS ranks and uh, like G5 ranks, and Chattanooga ranked really well in there. Um, it was one of my top ten schools. And we looked at, like, guys who are returning and coming back to in Chattanooga, uh, I think on offense, has eight or nine offensive returners coming back. Um, the defense, which I wasn't as concerned with, too, but it was a plus. Chattanooga has a lot of defensive players coming back as well. Um, and, yeah, it just seemed like a really good fit. Uh, went on an official visit out here, and I like the coaches. Uh, I like the school and everything, even though it was a little too rainy for me at first. But I got used to it. Um, it was cool, and I really liked the fit and everything and ended up out here. That's uh... – a really cool story about the transfer portal about, I guess, the spreadsheet that you made and looking at all the different factors. I saw that was it ETSU offered you like pretty much immediately. Yeah. So yeah, they offered me uh, like right when I entered the portal, I got a phone call from them. Um, yeah. They're my first offer in the portal and a couple of days after <laughs> chat reached out and we started talking about a visit and pretty much after the visit, I committed to Chattanooga. So I, I didn't spend too long in the transfer portal. Uh, luckily, <laughs> I know a lot of you guys get lost in there, and I wasn't one of them, so super happy about that. Was there a like desire specifically to come to East Tennessee, or was that just a coincidence that those two schools offered? Yeah, so yeah, it was just really a coincidence. Um, <laughs> it just happened to be. Yeah, so Eastern Tennessee offered first, and I'm guessing I got on chat's radar through that somehow or something like that. Um, not too sure, but yeah, mostly just a coincidence. Yeah. So yeah, we were talking with the the Learfield team at, at Chattanooga last week, and just kind of making our plans because D one is now um, sponsors of uh, Chattanooga Athletics, and that's the game we picked. We said, you know, one of these games we're going to come and like set up a tent and give stuff out, and that's what we said. Yeah. We definitely want to be there for ETSU. Oh yeah, right. I mean, big rivalry game. I 
I haven't been to one of them, but I've heard about them from the guys and everything. Mm-hmm. You hear a lot about in the games. So, yeah, you you mentioned Coach Kelly. Uh, yeah, obviously, every everybody knows the name Chip Kelly and his offenses. What was it like being a part of his offense uh, there in the Pac-12? Yeah, it was really cool. Um, so I came in his second year, so he was still kind of getting everything going. Um, and yeah, I really came in as a student of the game. Uh, that was one of the main reasons I went to UCLA. Um, I had a couple of other FCS offers and everything, but I chose to walk on UCLA. And one of the main reasons was just because Coach Kelly was there. And, you know, looking up to him, his time to Oregon with the Eagles, uh, with the Niners, and it's just always been, you hear about his offense, you hear about his offense. And I want to be a coach um, after my playing days. Like, I've kind of known about that since middle school. And, yeah, so I wanted to learn offense. I wanted to learn the best offense from the best offensive coordinator. And that happened to be Coach Kelly at UCLA, which is a hometown, um, or like a home state school, I guess. It's a dream school. And, yeah, it was really cool. Just learn offensive schemes, learning how to break down defenses, just seeing the game how he sees it, uh, which is – it's truly special. And, yeah, I wouldn't take that back for anything. No, I was talking with somebody recently that – that uh, she was a, a women's basketball player, and she was talking about where she committed for uh, college basketball. And she mentioned that she, in her recruiting process, talked about the possibility of GA, I guess, opportunities after she was a student. Is that something yeah. that you have thought of also is, is, you know, after your playing days are done, like you'd like to be a, you know, grad assistant somewhere on a coaching staff. Yeah. Um, GA is definitely, that'd be a sweet thing. Sweet gig. Uh, it's definitely been a goal of mine and uh, I haven't put too much thought or like too much effort into uh, pursuing that right now. You know, I'm trying to be the best player I can be, but definitely just building relationships and uh, all the coaches at UCLA, they've known I wanted to be a coach. So, um they gave me some like certain treatment too just to kind of like let me know this is what it's like in the next level um like this is what a coaching day in the life is like and i'm really thankful for that so um i think building relationships right now is my main kind of deal when it comes to being a ga in the future or being a coach in the future um but yeah so ga is definitely a possibility and that's awesome that you knew that going in so you were able to kind of you said a student of the game approach it in that manner and and sort of it's almost like a you had a four-year internship yeah, no, yeah, exactly. Is there anything um, from your time at UCLA that was just like a, a standout memory that you got to be there for? Big win um, or big something with the team? Yeah, and no, obviously um, the biggest win since I was there, uh, I'd imagine, is the LSU game when LSU came to town with uh, Coach O. And uh, that was a really cool game. Um, didn't get in, but it was really just cool to be there, be the atmosphere. Um, like the weeks leading up to that, it was our second game of the year. And, um, like, you know, you keep hearing about LSU is two years after Joe Burrow, uh, SEC champs and national champs. Uh, you keep hearing like, oh, they're going to beat you guys and everything. And then like kind of just like quiet them at the Rose Bowl. That was really cool. Um, something that I think everybody on that UCLA team is going to remember for the rest of their lives. Heck yeah. Now, how about so far your time in Chattanooga? Uh, what has that been like? Even not even just a part of the, uh, athletic department, but just for the city. Yeah, so I got to chat in uh, January. I got here like January 8th, I think. It was right after our season ended with UCLA. So it was a pretty quick turnaround. And the first thing I noticed was the weather. <laughs> I went from L.A., which was, I think it was like 60 when I left. You know, it was wintertime. But then I got here to chat, and it was like 35 or something or 40. And it was just raining. I was like, what the? I had to buy an umbrella first thing. Didn't have one. So that was the first time I had an umbrella in probably 10, 15 years. Um but yeah, it was definitely just getting used to the cold, uh, getting used to the different culture too. You know, I, I love the guys out here, but it was definitely a little different, a little bit of adjustment getting used to. 
Um, the city itself, uh, especially when it warmed up, I really enjoyed the city. Um, going out on the trails and the hikes with some of the guys is really fun. And just everything Chattanooga has to offer, uh, I'm sure you know. Uh, I've been here for six months, and I feel like I've definitely seen a ton more nature than I ever did at L.A. And um, that was definitely something I was looking for at a spot, and it just happened to be – I was more so focused on football, but this is a nice little – you know, extra thing to have that nature aspect and really like it. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. So, um, I'm, I'm still learning the, the Chattanooga area also as, uh, so I'm up in Knoxville. So my office is, is up here. Um, I'm okay. close to the university of Tennessee. Uh, I just kind of travel down to Chattanooga and up to the tri cities area where, where ETSU is opportunities, but I do recommend coming up to like the Smokies up, uh, kind of Blunt County, uh, outside of Knoxville. And that's something that, yeah. man, there's some, some good, uh, like people vacation here. I'll, I'll put yeah. it like that for the, for the mountains. So it's a lot of fun. What about your, um, you know, you're definitely trying to hoping to, to come on as a, the starter this year. What are the leadership, I guess, ways that you're trying to take a leadership role with this team? Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously it's hard coming in. It's kind of like a, like, they don't really know who I am. You know, I'm not from the Southeastern uh, area. I'm not from Tennessee or Georgia. So, like a lot of these guys never even heard of me like at all, you know? Um, so that was just kind of new. Like I was coming in the cold open, but um, I think just coming in and showing everybody like I'm a hard worker. Uh, like I'm serious about it. And I think definitely just getting relationships too. you know, I think it all boils back down to that um, building relationships with the running backs, the receivers, the tight ends, especially the O-line and uh, the quarterbacks as well, you know, just kind of, becoming a friend to everybody also becoming someone that um, people can ask questions football related about, or just about life related, you know, just being a shoulder to lean on, if you will. And um, I think that's kind of what I've been trying to do here. And I think it's, it's working. So I'm excited for fall camp to start and uh, get even closer with a lot of these guys. There you go. What about, uh, what about you in high school? Were you a, um, a big standout, I guess, with aspirations of playing D one at the time? Yeah, I mean, I always wanted to uh, be like a Division One guy. Um, I always wanted to play D1. And, yeah, I had a couple of good years in high school. Um, I got off to a little rocky start my freshman and sophomore season. But uh, my junior and my senior year, I um, put together some seasons that I was pretty proud of and uh, played on teams with guys that I still talk to today and against guys that I still talk to today. So, yeah. Not, where not where in California was that? Uh, the Central Coast. So, um, like, Cal Poly San Luis Obispo area. That's kind of hometownish right there. Gotcha. Now, what about uh, like little little boy Chase? When you were a little kid, was it was it always football for you, or did you play baseball, soccer, basketball? Yeah, no, I mean, kind of played everything. You know, little league uh, basketball. I actually didn't play football until middle school. I was a big basketball player, it was like my main sport growing up. Um, was out on the hoop every single day in the street, just shooting hoops and trying to get buckets, I guess. But um, yeah, I always enjoyed basketball, and then uh, moved. My family moved. Um, my seventh grade year. And I think my parents kind of used it as a way for me to make some friends at our new spot. So got into football and um, I noticed that I wasn't practicing basketball as much. Um, and I just really enjoyed football and kept playing it, kept playing it. I played basketball as well in high school, but uh, football definitely took over as the the dominant sport that I was spending the most time working on, watching and training for. So, yeah. Well, you mentioned the training. What was the like specific training, I guess, quarterback stuff. Was it trying to get quicker, trying to get stronger? Was there a specific focus? Yeah, I mean, it's it's, it's everything. You know, um, obviously trying to get faster. That's that's one thing that every football player works on. Um, you're training your body. You're training your arm, obviously, trying to be able to throw further, throw more accurately. And that's an ongoing process. 
um, especially training the mind. Uh, once you get to high school, you know, it's not just throw this guy off play action. It's like, all right, we actually have to do some reads and stuff. Like, so I started learning uh, playbooks and started learning defensive uh, tendencies and how to beat certain coverages. And, um, yeah, I mean, all this stuff, still train it. Obviously, you have to. And, uh, yeah. What about outside of football? You got any uh, big hobbies? Yeah. Um, I like movies. Uh, really, I watch a ton of movies, watch a ton of shows, um, active things. I still play basketball. Uh, when, I, when I see a court and a ball, I'll shoot a couple shots, or if there's runs going on, I'll get in. Um, I like to call myself a golfer. Uh, shoot about 18 right now. Shoot about 18 over. So we're kind of struggling there, but we're getting better. Uh, I really enjoy golf. You know, it's really fun. Um, yeah, nature, hikes, and all that stuff, too. Really enjoy that. What is your your three favorite movies? Okay, uh, I'm a big Christopher Nolan guy, if you know who that is. So, absolutely, Interstellar. Uh, I like Interstellar a lot. Um, I really like The Prestige by him too, and uh, I'm a big superhero movie guy. So, I, I guess I'll say I like The Dark Knight. I think that's a great one too. <laughs> big Batman guy. It's really fun. I remember when The Prestige came out, people were trying to compare that to the um, the Ed Norton magic movie. Yeah. That was the same yeah, time. The yeah. And I thought that one stunk compared to the prestige. My mom loves the illusionist. And I was trying to tell her like, no, the prestige is way better. Like you got to watch that one. She's like, yeah, we saw it. And we think too much about it. I'm like, mom, like, what are you talking about? Like, I'm a big prestige guy. I think it's really good. I like the actors too. Yeah. That's, that was a good movie. And, and, and quite the uh, surprise at the end with the twin. Oh yeah. You got to watch it. Spoiler. Um, <laughs> uh how about your favorite uh exercise anytime you're working out it could be something for football or just in the the gym um yeah i don't know specific exercise uh i'm a big runner Uh, i like like i wasn't a big runner when i was little but i like running um i feel like it's kind of soothing uh even though like your body will be telling you to stop (laughs) if you can just calm your mind that's really fun like kind of find certain spots too um I'll I'll just be running on the weekends too, and I have free time. You know, I'll just go like catch a mile, maybe two. And uh, yeah, I really that's probably my favorite exercise I could do. Uh, when I go back home, I run hills and stuff like that. Uh, as far as weightlifting, um, I mean, you can throw anything out there. I'll, I'll do it, <laughs> like core squats. Like even if I'm not a huge squatter, but I'll do it. So. Now, when you're working out uh, or when you're r- uh, running, is it yeah. music or podcast for you? um so i mean it depends if it's a short run it's no music you just gotta get through it and just try to do it if it's a long run though it's definitely music uh, i got a playlist you know i just turn some tunes on it's pretty laid back stuff you know it kind of just mellow out the mind and just get going yeah yeah i think it's always interesting the 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 runner's high that happens like what what is it like maybe the 10 minute mark once you kind of yeah. hit that you just get into this groove and yeah. you know it, it can it can hurt that first 10 minutes if you're not used to it but it's, that, yeah it does. It definitely does. So uh, one last thing. Tell me one great sports memory you've got. And I, I make this clear. This can be as a spectator or as an athlete. Um, I guess I can go back to high school. Uh, so my first two years, I spent them at, uh, in, like, where I'm from, we have two high schools in the city. Kind of, you have uh, Rigetti, and then you have St. Joe's. And they, like, mirror each other on an intersection, kind of. So they're right next to each other. And um, so I went to Rigetti my first two years. And I ended up transferring out of there. And I transferred to St. Joe's uh, my senior year. And it was the league championship. Uh, I think Rigetti had lost one game that year. And we lost one game maybe two years that year as well. 
So it was the league championship last game of the season. Uh, it was at Rigetti, which is my old school. So like I know all these guys. I'm like they're all my friends and everything. And um, we beat them in the league championship. Uh, had a pretty good game that game too. You know, had two touchdowns with a good amount of yards. And I think that's probably my favorite sports moment as of now. Hopefully I can beat that pretty soon. But um, yeah, it's definitely something I remember. Me and the guys still talk about right now. So. Right on. Well, very cool. We are uh, very excited to be new um, sponsors of uh, Chattanooga Athletics. So we're looking forward to it. We'll be there um, rooting you on. Best of luck this season, Chase. Yeah, thank you very much. I appreciate it. All right. Hey, thanks for checking out the episode. If you haven't yet, please take some time. Go ahead, rate and review the podcast. Do that uh, right now, if you would. Um, thanks again to Chase Artopius for joining me on the show. You can follow the show on Instagram at NoPlaybookPod. Sport 50 one is where I'm going.